Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Deets podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. On this episode, we're going to talk everything Real Housewives of Orange County. To start, we're going to dish on Teddy Mellencamp possibly joining the Real Housewives of Orange County and also discuss why Vicki Gunvalson may never return to the franchise as a full-time housewife ever again. We're also going to give our hopes and predictions for season 18 of The Real Housewives of Orange County, even though we haven't even seen season 17 yet. Stay tuned and see what we have to say. Okay, let's dive in. So to start, we're going to talk about Teddy Mellencamp possibly joining the Real Housewives of Orange County. So on the March 30th episode of Teddy's podcast, Two Teas in a Pod, that she does with Tamara Judd, she revealed that her husband, Edwin, is really considering moving their family down to Orange County. Now, it's no secret that Teddy and her husband already have a shore house or a beach house in the OC. Uh, I think when Teddy was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they went down there once or twice for like a little girl's mini trip. But on the podcast episode, uh, Teddy reveals that Edwin is really considering moving the family down there because his oldest daughter from a previous marriage is about to head into high school. So they're trying to figure out if they want to live in the OC full time or stay in Los Angeles. And so they're kind of deciding back and forth, but they found a house in Orange County that they really like, particularly it's located in the Dana Point area of Orange County, which I believe quite a few of the housewives have lived there before, like past housewives. I know that um, Dr. Jen Armstrong, who was what part of season 16, no, 15 of the show, she lived in Dana Point in her house with her husband, Ryan. But I think they, they have sold that house since. But it's a really pretty area of Orange County. And Tamara actually revealed in that same podcast that her and her husband, Eddie, are actually looking at a house in Dana Point too. So Teddy and Tamara could be like really close neighbors, which would be kind of funny. So Teddy is interested in moving to Orange County, but she's not really sure because all of her friends are in L.A., And, um, you know, so she's like, my life's here in Los Angeles, but I really do like the OC, so it might be a good fit. Tamara is all for it. Tamara's like, you can move down here and you can join the house. (laughs) You can join the cast of the Real Housewives of Orange County and we can be BFFs. So like, I totally think that Teddy would be a much better fit for Orange County Housewives than she ever was for Beverly Hills. Teddy never fit in at the Beverly Hills Housewives. So she like eventually like made friendships and made her connections and all. And we know she's like besties with like Kyle and um, Doree. They're like all three really good friends. But like Teddy never fit in on that show at all. She didn't have the lifestyle. She was kind of boring, kind of basic, just not anything that is Beverly Hills Housewives caliber, in my very humble opinion. So, but one thing Teddy did say, she was worried that she would eat some of the OC ladies alive and that her and Tamara would eventually wind up feuding. And maybe, who knows? I mean, it's not like Real Housewives ever, it's not like the Real Housewives shows ever ruin friendships, right? Like, I mean... 
I mean, it would really suck if their friendship got, like, screwed up because of her joining the Real Housewives of Orange County, but it would also probably make for really, really good reality TV. So, I mean, you win some, you lose some. Eh. But Tamara is all for it. She's like, you would totally fit in an OC. You, we would be partners in crime. She's like, me, you, and Emily Simpson would be the new Trace Amigas, which, you know, I'm very curious to see what Emily Simpson brings to the table for season 17 of the show because up until this point, she's been a wet blanket. Not to say that I don't like her because I think she's beautiful and she's smart and she seems to be like a fun person, but that doesn't mean that you're housewife worthy or that you're a good housewife. And I know that we always have to have like those kind of like meh housewives, you know, they just keep things interesting. You know, every housewife can't be like a Teresa Judice or a Bethany Frankel or like Elisa Vanderpump or Vicky Gumbelson. Like you can't have like all of those type of personalities in a housewife's cast. Like there has to be a little bit of differentiation. That's not even a word. I don't know. It's probably a word, but anyway. <laughs> so I, I mean, you have to have different personalities, let's just say. And so that's important, but I just feel like Emily has not brought in really anything as a housewife. The same with her, you know, bestie Gina Kirschenheider. I just don't think they've brought in anything to the show. So I'm very curious to see if they do step up for season 17 of the show. And I think I said this in my other podcast about the Real Housewives of Orange County that I just was like, if they don't bring anything this season... They need to go. They either need to be demoted to friends or they just need to be cut all together and they need to bring in some ladies that are going to give us that old school OC feel that we know and love and that Bravo fans have been desperate to get back. Like we want the golden days of the Real Housewives of Orange County back. We want, you know, the drama that Vicky and Tamara and Heather and Shannon and Gretchen and Alexis and all of those ladies of the past brought to us. You know, we want that drama that we know and love. And the OC has just been disappointing in recent seasons. So I really could think that Teddy would be a good fit to the cast. And I would be interested to see what she could bring to the show. So I don't hate the idea of her come moving to the Orange County and then joining the Real Housewives of Orange County. I think that could be a really good fit. I don't want to see her on Beverly Hills. She hinted that producers have asked her to film for season 13 of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that is a no-go for me. Like, she's not someone I want to see back. No, no, not interested. Take her to Orange County. Let her do her thing there. But keep her off of the Beverly Hills Housewives. That's all I got to say about that. When you think of the Real Housewives of Orange County, you think of the OG of the OC, Vicki Gunvalson. I mean, she built the franchise. She is the OG for a reason. She gave her blood, sweat, and tears to the franchise. But Vicki got demoted during season 14 of the show, and she was a friend of the Housewives. And then she got kicked to the curb in January of 2020. 
So for season 17 of The Real Housewives of Orange County, Vicky is sort of kind of back in the mix. She is not a friend of the housewives, but she is a guest of the housewives, which I feel like we've never had before in the history of housewives. So it'll be interesting to see what role she takes, but we'll talk on more on that later. What I want to dive into first is the fact that Brandy Glanville recently, I don't think it was that recent because this this interview was done before she went to film the um, season four of The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, but it is a very interesting interview. So Brandy appeared on um, Behind the Velvet Rope podcast with David Yontef and um, she discussed The Real Housewives of Orange County. So Brandy knows both Tamara and Vicky. She appeared with them on season two of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip when they went to the Berkshires and stayed at Dorinda Medley's Bluestone Manor. So according to Brandy, she's really excited for Tamara to return. Well, Tamara's return for season 17. They already finished filming season 17. We're just waiting on actually the season, you know, getting greenlit by the network we have no idea when it's going to premiere we haven't even gotten a trailer god knows what's happening with it but uh brandy is really excited for Tamara to be back and to kind of be out of vicky's shadow she says that Tamara really never got out of vicky's shadow um she always had to deal with vicky and she's really excited for the bravo audience to get to see Tamara on her own and see what she can bring to the table without vicky um, and she also notes that she thinks that Vicky kind of saw her and Tamara as a package deal. And I can't say I disagree with that. I think that when Tamara got brought back for season 17, I think Vicky, I think she's even admitted it, that she thought Bravo was going to be calling her next and saying, hey, come back. And that never happened, obviously. Well, it kind of happened because she is a guest, but she has no official role on the show. But she is back and she what's weird is that she's a guest and she was went on a cast trip with the housewives to Mexico for season 17. But she's only a guest and a lot of the time friends of housewives don't even go on the cast trip. So it's really weird that she's a guest but Bravo let her go on the cast trip. So I, I'm so curious to see what the dynamics is the dynamics are on season 17 and how the network utilizes Vicky. I'm very, very curious to see how it's going to play out. And Brandy alleges that she doesn't think that Bravo would ever bring Vicky back as a full-time housewife or even a friend of the housewives on The Real Housewives of Orange County. She says it's because Bravo, I mean, Vicky sued Bravo and when I was reading this, I was like, Vicky sued Bravo. I don't remember this. Like, I'm like, when did she sue Bravo? Like, I don't ever remember her putting a lawsuit out against the network. But I did some digging and it popped back up. So during season 14, you might remember, Vicky did sue Bravo and Kelly Dodd because Kelly Dodd said in one scene that like, I think they were on vacation in Florida and Kelly's like, you're a con woman, you scan you, you, you scan you scam old people out of money and so Vicky sued Bravo and Kelly to basically get that scene cut out of the show she later dropped the lawsuit and the comment did stay in the season so she really didn't accomplish much 
with the lawsuit. So I don't really know if that hurt her standing with Bravo because Bravo then did eventually sign her on to Ultimate Girls Trip season two. And they also were planning to do some other type of spinoff show with her and Tamara at one point, but then that kind of like fell apart during COVID. So I don't really know how much that lawsuit has affected Vicky's relationship with the network, but I could see that as, you know, something that might hurt Vicky down the line. You never know though. I feel like if the Real Housewives of Orange County is like so desperate that they really need to like reignite the franchise, especially if season 17 is a flop. I feel like they could totally bring Vicky back as a full-time housewife, but who knows if that would work at this point? I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe fans have grown, grown tired of Vicky. I don't know. I think she has a love-hate relationship with fans. You either love her, you hate her. Sometimes there's a few of us that are stuck in the middle, but I mean, I kind of thought that Vicky's time on the show ran her course after season 10 when the whole Brooks Ayers cancer scheme kind of went down. If you remember during season 10, Vicky's ex-boyfriend at the time, Brooks, he faked cancer and he kind of said he had like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, like stage three or something, but like turned out that was like complete bullshit and not a word of it was true. But they kept the story going all season and like made everyone in the cast believe that he was sick and had cancer. And Vicky lied to like almost everyone on the cast about the entire thing. Brooks lied. They brought fake records like on the show that were like bogus that they like made up. And it was all a big <laughs> to do. It, it was it was insane. But I think that Vicky should have stepped back after season 10 and really reevaluated her life because she had given so much to the show up, up to that point. I mean, she literally built the show on her back and she showed divorce. She showed, you know, infidelity. She's shown like her daughter getting married, her daughter being sick, like family drama, like all of this. Like she went through the ringer on the show. And I think when the whole Brooks cancer thing happened, she should have been demoted to a friend, I think for a season or two. And then I think she would have kind of like reinvigorated herself, reinvigorated her life and given us more. And then her, she never would have had to walk away from the show or get fired from the show, I guess. She never walked away, but if she would have taken a step back, I feel like she would have come out stronger in the long run and she would still, she would be a housewife right now again, a full-time housewife. I think that, you know, season 11 through 13, she really didn't give a shit. Like Vicky did not give us anything on the show. It was really hard to watch. Those were not the best seasons. They were kind of terrible. Season 14 was really no better and she was a friend of the housewife. It, it was like, you know, she, there was no more story for her to tell. So I think if after season 10, she would have stepped away, whether it be a friend or just walk away from the show altogether for a little bit, Bravo would have brought her back in a season or two. And she could have like been showing us her new life and what she did while she was away from the cameras. So, you know, I definitely 
am interested again to see what she brings to season 17 and how the network uses her because I think if they paint her in a positive light during season 17 and they actually use her more than we think I think that could be like a little hint that she's going to be back in a bigger role for season 18. Only time will tell but I'm very very curious to see what goes on with Vicky and if she really will come back as the OG of the OC and rule the Real Housewives of Orange County once again. Before we dive into my like hopes and predictions for season 18 of the Real Housewives of Orange County, I wanted to talk about some really interesting tea that has just popped up about season 17 uh, that could really explain why the season has been delayed so far. So um, as we know, we've been waiting for season 17 of The Real Housewives of Orange County for months now. They finished filming in like November and we have not gotten a peep from the network on where the season is. So Dumois has come out with a little blind item basically saying that the um OG Housewives franchise was set to premiere March 8th which is almost a month ago at this point and we still don't have a trailer so fans are just desperate they're like what is the holdup what is going on and this source is alleging that the blame for the holdup is Heather DeBro. Basically, this insider says, allegedly, one cast member who made their comeback last year is worried about how she'll be portrayed this upcoming season. So we all know Heather Dubrow returned for season 16 of The Real Housewives of Orange County. And I was so happy for Heather to be back because she's one of my favorite OC housewives. But her return wasn't exactly what I expected. I will admit that. So I'm excited to see how it plays out during season 17. But... Regardless, I still like Heather on The Real Housewives of Orange County because she brings that like money and glamour that not a lot of the housewives in Orange County have. And I love that and I just, she's fancy pants. She's always been one of my favorites, regardless if she's a little buttoned up. Just love her, love Heather. Can't say enough good things. Is she always right? No, but she's just one of my favorite housewives. So. This source basically says that Heather's to blame and that she is quote unquote making it difficult for the network and production to move forward with I guess editing the season and putting the trailer together. I, I feel like this is very interesting this like theory or this allegation but I don't think it could be true necessarily because I feel like when you're a housewife you know that you're signing away any editing rights. Like you have no say in how the show is edited, how it's put together or anything like that. So if you ever, have you ever listened to the Bravo Docket podcast? It's one of the best Bravo podcasts out there because they are two lawyers. I believe their names are Ceci and Angela and they are two lawyers. I think one is in California, one's in Texas maybe. It's some situation like that. But they break down all of the legal shit that goes on 
with the Bravo Lebs, the Housewives, all of that. They break it down, they break down the legal jargon and they give us the scoop. They break down contracts, what you sign, all of it. It's so, so interesting. Literally give them a listen. They are just like so informative and great. I, I love their podcast. It's one of my favorites. But they recently did an episode. I think it was the... They did a two-part episode about the Gorgas and their legal troubles. But in episode one of the podcast they, they did for the Gorgas, they broke down the contracts that... Um, it wasn't even that the housewives had to sign. It was that Jackie Beard, who was Melissa Gorga's um, former partner in her Envy boutique... <laughs> Um, that she had to sign when she like agreed to appear on the show and in this like um contract she had to sign she gave away everything like they like can like look at your credit they can look at criminal activity and they can use that on the show like you're giving them the ability to do a deep dive into your past and expose anything they want anything everything and everything nothing is off limits so I'm assuming that that contract is very similar to what the housewives sign because if you're just a guest why are they gonna why do they care to do that if you're just a guest or you're popping in for a scene here or there like for the housewives it must be even more crazy what you're signing away and giving producers and bravo the right to do so I can only imagine that the housewives know they have no control over editing so I don't see how Heather could be going to producers or production and Bravo and saying, oh, no, no, I don't want this in. I don't want this in, you know, all of that. Like, I just don't see Heather doing that. And I don't see Bravo, like, holding up an entire season because of it. They would just be like, no, you signed your contract. Like, move on, accept what happens. And, like, you know, this is your job. Just deal with it, you know? we can edit it we can do whatever we want because you signed your contract and gave away all of your rights so i don't really see how they're doing that just because i think she knows she has no control over that kind of stuff but i don't know but i mean maybe she threatened to sue allegedly i don't know i don't see her doing that again i feel like she's professional she's an actress she knows the game she knows what to expect going into this and that she just has to deal with what happens and try to work through any hiccups or any bad editing that comes up as the season goes on. I mean, I feel like everyone knows that it's a roll of a dice. You never know how producers are going to portray you in the editing room. You never know what kind of edit you're going to get. You can think you had a perfect season where you never looked bad in one instance and then the trailer can come out and you look like the devil. You never know because producers can edit things. And it was really interesting because in that contract that like the Bravo DACA was talking about that Jackie Beard Robinson had signed, they in there specified that like you sign this contract, you're giving producers the ability that they can dub over your voice and like cut what you're saying in half and like edit it. So like you could say, you know, I let's just say in a scene you say like I hate Tamara Judd as like you know one of the housewives is saying that to another housewife they could edit that and then show that that housewife said that to you know Tamara to her face or something like they can edit it to make it look so different 
I probably, that was probably a really shit example, but I'm like literally trying to think of something, but they can basically edit and dub your voice to make you say anything at any moment on the show and you sign away that right when you sign your contract. And if that's the, if that is the case for, again, a nobody who was just popping up on the show here or there, I'm sure they, that is also in the contract for the housewives. Like it has to be, but this is a really interesting theory. I wonder when the hell we're going to get the season 17 trailer. It's like time is a ticking away. Like it, it's just insane that we're waiting this long. I, I can't wrap my head around it, but moving to season 18, <laughs> I'm really more excited for the possibility of season 18 than I am at season 17 right now because we've been waiting so damn long for this freaking season. Like I was so geared up for season 17, but now I'm just like, you've drawn it out too long. Like I am like over it and I haven't even seen one freaking clip from it. Um, but for season 17, I mean, season 18, season 18, which is a long while away at this point. I think that Bravo, if Teddy Mellencamp really does move to the Orange County, which at this point I'm kind of crossing my fingers that she does, they need to hire her. They also need to bring back Vicky Gunvalson and have them go at it because Teddy and Vicky hate each other. And they really do. Like Vicky does not like Teddy. Teddy does not like Vicky. They have feuded. They have like had war of words before. And I just think that it would be an incredible dynamic to bring it to the Real Housewives of Orange County. Like I am like giddy over the thought of it. Like it's so exciting because it's like an actual genuine like feud. Like we know they don't like each other. Like it's not anything that has to be like orchestrated. It's like genuine. They can't stand each other. And then you have Tamara that would be caught in the middle. And then the possibility of like the dynamic shift that like Teddy joining the cast would bring because it would probably probably disrupt some of the other friendships in the cast so like Tamara is really good with like Emily Simpson and Shannon Bedore right now and she's feuding with Heather and um I'm not sure how she gets along with Gina and I don't really know where the newbie stands and I think Taylor is kind of caught in the middle Taylor Armstrong but I feel like Teddy would just shake things up and like I'm not even a, a, a Teddy Mellencamp stan like I literally like kind of have no feeling towards her like she, she doesn't I don't hate her I don't love her like she's just meh like she's kind of boring and whatever but I think she could really bring something to the Real Housewives of Orange County because of her genuine feud with Vicki Gunvalson like it would be beautiful reality tv like I can just see it now and I feel like Teddy would kind of like maybe cause an issue between Tamara and Shannon's friendship and like Tamara also saying that like Teddy, her, and like Emily Simpson could be the new Trace Amigas, what that would do to Vicky Gumbelson's feelings and Shannon Medores, and uh, I just think it could be such good TV. So my dream cast for season 18 of The Real Housewives of Orange County is bring back Vicky Gumbelson, bring Teddy Mellencamp onto the cast if she does in fact move to Orange County like she might be doing, keep Tamara, keep Heather, but Heather doesn't live in the OC anymore so I don't know how that's going to work, but I would love to have Heather back in my dream world. Um, Shannon, keep on board. Possibly keep the new girl. Keep Taylor because I would love to see Taylor and Teddy actually go at it too because 
they're both former Beverly Hills housewives so that would just be such an interesting dynamic and then probably I would say keep Emily just because it would be interesting and maybe like demote uh Gina to a friend of the housewives but honestly like doesn't that sound like the most delicious cast like having Vicky and Teddy fighting on Bravo on the real housewives of Orange County I like cannot wait I'm like salivating over the possibility of this it's so exciting to me like I just am putting it out into the universe and I'm hoping that Bravo listens and I'm hoping that like literally I think season 18 if they take that cast it could be like the revival of the Real Housewives of Orange County and it just makes me so excited I could scream okay that's it for the podcast today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Reality Dates podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Give it, us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us a follow on Instagram at Reality Dates. And if you love Real Housewives and reality TV fashion, give our fashion site a follow. Um, it's realitystyledeets.com. And we will see you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.